In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet absolutely uh, going into a diabetic coma because of all the candy that he's eating that his daughter got yesterday. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting. We got Vincent K. Fabe right now, uh, audio only. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. And we also got JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? It goes good, sir. I am not in a diabetic coma from candy, probably from just random other food I eat. But no candy, no uh, no kids. Uh, and it was a really shitty day yesterday for uh, Halloween. But a lot of troopers still went out, still went out and got their candy. So kudos to them. So happy I am not uh, in the trick-or-treat age because it was rainy and... Uh, just couldn't do it now. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. To to be perfectly honest, here uh, we had about the perfect weather for trick or treating. Oh, to be nice. Perfect. Um, which is which is odd for our area. We've had Halloween's on a regular basis growing up canceled because of too much snow. So, mm. um, for it to be so, I mean, I I'm not saying it wasn't kind of chilly, but we're talking like fifty five degrees or so. Um, okay. you know, sweater weather, right? Um, That's not bad though. I mean, it's going to be cold for sure. Like, yeah, thirty for October thirty first. Uh, my freeze. daughter was just an absolute chance champ. She's three and a half, has no fucking fear whatsoever. So she just went up to every house and was like, "Bam, bam, bam, trick or treat." I we had to stop halfway through and come home to get a Another Walmart bag. To dump her her pail in so that she had room for more candy, which means I have too much candy at the house. And because I am a responsible parent and don't don't want my three year old daughter overdosing on chocolate and candy on a regular basis and all this stuff, I am throwing myself on this grenade and eating it myself. Mm-hmm. Father of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Father yeah. of oh. the year. All he does is give. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, but anyways, but so the the other fun thing from my weekend, uh, aside from all of the fun with my daughter, was I woke up on Sunday morning, and my phone died spontaneously middle of the night. Still don't get how it's messed up. I, I don't. I don't know at all either. I. It will not take any a charge in any way, shape, or form. Like the chargers recognize they're being connected to it. Uh, you you put it on a wireless charging pad, it recognizes that, but no charge goes into the phone. So it's either a, either the battery is 100% toasted um, hmm. or it's a dead 
power management unit or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it's just dead. And so I spent half the day trying to figure out where my old cracked screen phone from before it was to get that reactivated. So I at least had a phone and <sighs> now to figure out what to do next. But anyways, try to definitely get uh, go to like some phone shop to at least get one of the to ask if you could try like a battery out like that from a used phone just to see if it would work. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to try to tomorrow. The tough thing, and I'm, I'm watching my daughter during the days, and so getting out to a repair shop while they're open is a little tough because... Make it a walkabout. Hey, sweetie, I, we're going to go... Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Have you ever tried to take a three-year-old into a store with all sorts of fun technology on the wall? <laughs> no. Have you no. ever tried to take it's, me to a store it's, with technology? It's, it's hurting cats oh is what wait, it is. Wait. It's hurting cats. Yeah, no, get over sure. here. No, get over here. No, get over here. But I, I'm going to try. Um, I'm, I mean, just to see, to at least eliminate an issue of what it could possibly be. Because, you know, randomly, if you have a good deal on a, I don't know, a, batter, a battery or you find mm -hmm. someone got rid of a cheap phone well, that's your phone it, or something. In fairness, if, battery. if I'm really suspecting it to be the battery, uh, I can get a replacement battery kit on Amazon for like 22 bucks. Oh, yeah. And so I'm half debating on doing that, but that's a do-it-yourself replacement battery. And uh, replacing batteries on phones is not as easy as it once was. So. Oh, okay. It's true. It's no longer they take the back off and, oh, it's legit unscrewing it. Solder not soldering, but yeah, it's... kind of almost soldering. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. let's talk wrestling. Yes. Hey, someone finally joined us. Yes. We're going to talk wrestling. We were um, waiting. We uh, someone to show his we, face because of Halloween kicking my ass, and I know DA Fabe's ass was was, uh, was summarily kicked. We did not feel up to doing the podcast on our regular night, so this is our special Monday <laughs> night edition. Which I would say is a good thing. Um, it allows us to bitch about Monday Night Raw. I didn't even watch it. Did I not miss much? Um, this will be an interesting episode, so uh, <laughs> so let's so, uh, all crimes will be on Raw. All right, yeah, no, Let, no, let's I go. I, I, I feel like DA Fabe has an opinion that is not bitch about Monday Night Raw. So, uh, does DA Fabe want to go first? Well, I, I think we need to talk about um, Raw and Order being part of the Tetanoscope podcast go network it's about we, we sure can bring that up here yes raw and order is part of the tatnesco <laughs> podcast network so you're going to go down into the doobly doos down below there you're going to click on tatnesco.com and you're going to go over there and you're going to see all the other shows on the network you're going to tell them we sent you yeah. um and then you're going to come back and listen to our show because we're going to be live streaming again tomorrow night tuesday night where we normally do at 10 30 p.m central whatever time that is for you so we'd love for you to come to the live stream or listen to it or watch it afterwards in the replay um you can watch us alive on facebook on youtube or now even on twitter so um, i've never i'm gonna check that out i'm gonna see how that looks i yeah. feel like i've never seen anyone live on twitter before i i didn't even know about it and to be perfectly honest it, it was one of those things we're gonna go off on a little tangent there's <laughs> i you we use Streamyard to stream our live stream because it's super it. easy. Give the secret well. Um, oh, no. Yeah, you can actually, you want to use StreamYard too? We've got an affiliate link. You can go sign up with that and earn us a little bit. Of, oh, it's a valid point. Um, so, but um, 
but I saw an ad for a competing software uh, that said, we now have the ability to stream on Twitter. And I was like, Twitter live streaming. I wonder if StreamYard has that. Sure enough, it does. And so we're going to we'll start doing that for now. Um, I had it running last time when we were uh, streaming, and it, there was about a 30-second delay versus what we were talking, which I, you know, I expect oh, there to be some delay. live. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. That's cool. But nice. so I will um, retweet our live because I'm here. <laughs> but anyways, uh, you can find all of the links for where to watch us, where to follow us, all that stuff in the doobly doos as well. Um, oh, look at yeah. that retweeted by Real Talk Radio. Hey, um, I'll do it on my personal account too, so you get another retweet. All right, yeah. keep going. <laughs> go retweet on Russell's wrestling talk. Yeah, now. you you can go. Well, go. now that you tell me, why, are, sure. why are you wear the sport yeah. on there? I mean, if you're gonna be cold, a whore, guys. might as well be might as well be a full fledged whore and whore That's us out point. on that show too. Yeah. That's a valid point. Getting pimped. Anyway, so um, now that we've done that, I now that we've done that, let's go first. Um, I'm going to say that waiting the night was a good thing. Um, I'm going to say the last hour of Raw was really, really good. I enjoyed the last hour of Raw. Minus They're telling time. a story. You looking I for mean, mosquitoes? No, I'm looking for a clue because I feel like I haven't heard that in such a long time. I, 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 I'm in the Twilight not. Zone, guys. <laughs> now, Smarks might disagree. I don't like okay. the roll of pin. However, I understood it. I, I enjoy uh, what feels like it's going to be a long-term story. Of course, I've said this for about six months. I feel like they can build a long-term story. Mm. So, jury's out. Do it again. That's what I'm saying. Um, I will say that from the looks of it, there was some shit earlier in the night. Um, but uh, the last hour made me want to tune in next week. I, I will I will not argue with you on the last hour, uh, or not even the last hour, the last segment. Damian Priest, you didn't enjoy the Damian Priest and T-Bar other than that his name's T-Bar? Um, I didn't hate it, but I... I would really just rather uh, them both do something else. I, I don't know. I don't like them together. And the fact that we had that exact same segment basically last week yeah. uh, bugged me. Um, the it, the show started off with Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Um, for, the, for the Raw Women's Championship, which meant I had absolutely no suspension of disbelief that uh, Bianca Belair was actually going to win. Because when was the last time that the Women's Championship changed hands beginning of a show on Raw? I don't know. Well, I mean, that's probably why, though, too, right? Because you could also be thinking, well, they want to up their ratings. Let's make Bianca win. But no. Do you have mosquitoes? Like I was looking out of shock. But... Yeah, he he always has mosquitoes <laughs> in Nebraska. Um, I hope so, so I hope they, your house they... was like fifty thousand dollars because with all these freaking mosquitoes. Are are you are you kidding? A, this is Nebraska, right now. I'm fortunate. He he lives in the valley of Nebraska, where there's a lot more standing water, therefore a lot more mosquitoes. I live up in in the kind of hills in nebraska so i don't have as much mosquitoes here but 
Uh, we make up for the mosquitoes in Nebraska don't have the size that the mosquitoes down south have, but they are mm. prolific. They they uh, they really really like to multiply. Um, the the thing the I'm sure there's something you can buy, bro. Like, yeah, I don't need to fog my whole house. I can just assassinate little fuckers. They tried to I come know. in. You do at enjoy the time that, of year that so. it is. A lot of them are males, so they aren't like bloodsuckers. So um, the Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair ended with uh, Becky Lynch uh, pulling off the top padding and throwing Bianca Belair into it and winning that way. Um, oh, with a roll up, by the way. Like it wasn't even like I make her hit her head and then I hit her with the whatever she called the man man handle slam man um, bottom. Yeah, uh, whatever she called it. She <laughs> just did a roll up, and I'm like, man. Nah. Uh, so I have problems with that. Well, and she Ray, held the tights, though. She did pull the tights, yes. So um, heel so, maneuver. Well, but hitting hitting her into the turnbuckle after turning it off was enough of a heel maneuver, I think. And then... And then we had Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Which I'm pretty sure is the shit part of the night. That was pretty shitty, yeah. Um, although... Who won, Ray? Did Ray win? Uh, um, technically, Austin Theory won. Because uh, in the match... Uh, Dominic Dominic Jones. Mysterio tried tried to help Ray and hit Austin Theory. At, you know, as Ray was setting up for the six one nine, so Austin Theory was down on the ropes and Ray's running to the other side, and Dominic came up and smacked him in the face. But the ref, the ref was just looking, and so disqualified. So Austin Theory got the win, but this is at least maybe hinting that they're going to separate Dom from from Ray that like Ray's going to be uh disappointed that you would would try to have me win illegitimately or whatever I don't know did I not teach you anything son yeah. oh my god Dominic um, is going to be heel yeah Jesus um that being said I I I'm not happy to see it it's, it's at least trying to tell a storyline but fuck get him off my TV he yeah. needs like 2 years in developmental before I want to see him on my team. Yeah, bring him again. to NXT 2.0. Yeah. He would fit right in. Um, you, ready, you ready for this? Mm. The next match is my low point. Yeah. It, it wasn't a great match either. Um, and it's it sad because. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. Carmella. <laughs> yeah. We got to. We we gotta have Fabe always do these little random things. Just it's yeah. so entertaining. Just, uh, <laughs> so uh Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley, the tag team champions. Uh the only tag team. Yeah. Uh but they had a tag team match apparently with who? Yeah, they did have a tag match versus Queen Zelina and Carmella, who, you know, just feuded fought and feuded recently, and now they're suddenly Teaming, it made no sense from that standpoint. Yep. Um, and then it also made no sense that uh, they they won. Oh, the tag team titles? No, no it was a non title match, match, but but of oh. course, now they're gonna be all like, Oh, we beat you fair and square, so we get a shot, at, should get a shot at the titles. And I'm like, ah. Um, then we had a match that actually. I, I don't care about storyline with this match because it doesn't fucking matter. Like nobody cares about storyline no, with this match. No. Um I don't but and I don't think it's actually setting up any storyline. But it was a fun match for this thing. It was Chad Gable versus Finn Bauer. Oh. 
and that, that is, is something that I will turn into most of the time. And so that was a fun match. So I, I yeah. you then had uh, Street Profits versus Ziggler and Robert Roode. Dirty Dows. Yeah, and um, they tried to make us care about this even more by having um, uh, almost come out and interrupt it and and all of this stuff. And I'm like, no, no. And uh, didn't they also have Orton? Yeah, they had Orton and and uh, Riddle on commentary, and it just didn't. I didn't fucking care. I didn't mm. fucking care about any of this. Does sound like right. a shit show. Um, and then Damian Priest versus T Bar in a no DQ really match. Um, as I what I mean, it it's okay match, but it's just like I, we've seen this before. I I want them to do something. And then the uh, gotcha match T-B- is his, is his entire character changed? T-Bar? No, he's still T-Bar. No, he's still T Bar. Okay, he's just he's, so he's like, just, not yeah. Mustafa Ali and not hampered by. Right. Um, <laughs> Oh, I think I'm thinking of Cross, who's supposed to change, right? Cross is supposed to change his gimmick. T-Bar is still going to be retro, I, lame-o. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Cross is even changing his gimmick, because this whole, this whole uh, rumor that his gimmick was changed was based on a photo shoot that had him in a suit instead of in his thing. But, but he's always done photo shoots in suits. Yeah. Right. Mm, okay. And then came out to the ring in a gladiator style gimmick. So, yeah. mm. so I don't know there. Um, but uh, the the main event though was Big E versus Kevin Owens. Oh uh, snap! I did miss a good main event. Um, it was not for the title, but it was to uh, earn a shot. That was the face yeah. the brand. Yeah, and all this stuff and. It did, I will give DA Fabe this, it did establish a good storyline going forward. It teased a potential heel turn from Kevin Owens. Mm. From Big E. Uh, potentially Big E. Um, Set up a DTA attitude for Big E, which is really cool. Yeah. So earlier in the night, you had uh, Seth Rollins approach Kevin Owens in the back and say, hey, you know, why don't we do a little you scratch my back, I'll scratch right mm. um i help you beat um biggie tonight you then help me beat biggie for the title later and then i give you the first shot at the title so it's a win-win all around it's a valid argument and kevin owens of course noble kevin owens said no i won't do that whatever uh but then it, this played out during the match Mm. Uh, Rollins came down to ringside to watch, and at, at the end of the match, Rollins got up. Uh, there, there is a a um, collision in the corner between Biggie and Kevin Owens, and while the ref was distracted, the bonked heads, yeah, and so they're both all dizzy and whatever. And while the ref is distracted and going over to check on Kevin Owens, uh, Rollins came up and smacked Biggie with the contract slash fist i don't exactly know what better but yeah um and and it certainly appeared like kevin owens saw it happen mm. um yeah th- that's the part i was like kevin owens admit that you saw it uh-huh. and just took advantage of a situation yeah 
but it looked like he saw it um, and looked like, what am I, what should I do? What should I do? And then he decided I'm going to try to capitalize on this. And he tried to pin Big E and Big E kicked out. Um, Biggie rolled him up and everything. Yeah, he, he kicked out and then rolled through into his own crucifix pin and uh, was able to get the win. And then afterwards, they showed the replay on the big screen. And then Big E was all like, You saw him hit me and you still tried to pin me. And Kevin Owens was like, No, 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 that wasn't the way it happened. I swear. And I was still woozy. I was still woozy. We knocked heads. I didn't know what was going on. I'm still, I'm still all woozy about it. And Seth mm-hmm. Rollins is just standing up on the <laughs> ramp. <laughs> um, and and Kevin Owens kept saying, you know, hey, no, I promise, I, I swear, I didn't mean it this way. Would you know, just just you know, and then and, stunner, and then Big E hit him with the big ending, just picked him up and boom, put him out. Ooh. So, um, ETA, I still know you. Yeah, I still know you, KO. And so it teased a potential Kevin Owens turn because it certainly looked like he saw the hit and chose to. Which, frankly, Biggie shouldn't even be really angry about it because uh, that's what you do in these things. If the ref doesn't do a DQ, you try to take exactly. advantage of the situation. I feel um, like faces have done this before, though. Like I don't feel like yeah. it's a big thing. So. But anyways, but I, I I did not hate that. I would say as a whole, this raw maybe got a B plus. Oh wow. The the Do you realize the, that's a B plus for Raw? Yeah, yeah that's that's the, a bit much. I don't I don't know. Uh, if... Well, here's the deal. I, I'm just gonna go I mean you had the Dominic match. There were some shitty matches, but you then there the were also balls. some good matches. So we're ju- we're just gonna look here. Let's 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 see um, where. Well, I mean, I guess the Finn Leecher Gable must they, have helped you. Yeah, because they grade their matches A plus to F, right? So they graded the Becky Lynch Bianca Belair as an A minus. I probably would have graded that a little low, lower, but it's just because we've seen it enough times. Whatever, right? But A minus there. Uh, Mysterio versus Austin Theory. They gave a B. I would have given that a little bit lower, but uh, C plus, and I didn't even watch it. Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega and Carmella Queen Zelina. C plus, right? Uh, Finn Balor versus Chad Gable. They gave a B plus. Ray's match got a better rating than the women's tag team match. Yeah, the women's tag team match was really. I don't know. It was disappointing because like <laughs> it made no sense storyline wise in any way, shape or form. So, mm, okay. um. But anyways, um, Street Profits versus Dirty Dogs got a B plus. Wow. Uh, Damien Priest versus T Bar got an A minus, and Big E versus Kevin Owens was a B plus. So for them, they probably it all averages out to at least a B plus, maybe even an A minus. So I'm a little bit lower than that with a B plus, maybe a B, but that's still that's still good for Raw recently. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, and so we get there's the there's problem. lots of shit to bit, bitch about. The other piece um, that that I kind of liked was the Rollins promo, and it was just a hint, just a they shouldn't have traded us type thing. They shouldn't have let us get drafted. You know that mm-hmm. little hint of oh my god, you're actually gonna make 
Survivor Series means something. Like, you fuckers let us go. We're pissed off about it. I'm okay with that. I'm mm. The only hint, the only fucking hint to the whole thing and the whole show was that. Which, which uh, gives me an idea. It gives me an idea of how they could make Survivor Series matter with the draft. And and uh, what it is, is is don't make it a draft anymore. Make it a salary cap thing. And, like and make it sport. where the season is about to start. And we've got to cut some, some people to make room for these new pe- people we're signing. We're putting together a team. So then you can have this storyline of I was on SmackDown and they let me go. Mm. And so Raw picked me up, but SmackDown let me go. So I'm pissed and I want to show them what they're missing. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I I, I think there's I think there's something that can be done there. So in, instead of a draft, you have it be a free agency period where where basically it's like you're cut or you're re-signed. Um and so you say, hey, you know, be like, listen, I just wanted a bump in pay to based on my value at a cut me. So I'm going to show them, anyways. Uh, but no, it, it, I agree with DA Fabe on this. It was a better raw than we've had for a long time. Um, I think it's showing us that the choices that they made for the draft were overall good choices. Um, I think there are some things because there are some things that I didn't talk about on the thing that weren't matches, but like they had um, uh, Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews come out after yeah, I, the uh, Damien Priest. Match. All things Apollo Crews I hate, right and now. that, that um, really bad I, fake accent. Yeah, I hate I hate that whole gimmick. I hate it all. Yeah, I don't know um, why they're just still doing this. Like uh, when you left Raw, you, when you went and left SmackDown, you should have just ended it. Yeah. They also had a promo package for, um, I can't even remember which one, Veer, Shanky, whichever one is the one that didn't go to SmackDown. Who's Veer? Like, Veer and Shanky, you know, the guys that, that the, the ones that the... were with, um, Jinder Mahal, the yeah. two. Oh, Jinder. Jesus. Jinder and one, one of them went with Jinder to SmackDown, and the other one stayed, and I can't remember which one's which. I don't remember their names. Um, uh, Shanky is the tall one. So this is Veer, then. This is the, the Veer Shanky. is the one with a little more talent right now. Yeah. That, and so, that they believe is more prepared. Which, which does make sense for them to put Veer on his own, then, if they... Uh, think he's got the better upside currently, or he's more prepared, you know. If they think Shanky still needs to be with gender to learn. Anyways. Uh, but they had this promo pack of form. Yeah, be, be with <laughs> him to learn. Needs to be with gender to learn. Yeah, the, well, that... Uh, learn how so, to not be on TV, Shanky. You can do it. Are you kidding? Learn how, learn how to disappear for six months, take a bunch of steroids, and become WWE champion. Hey, that's a valid uh, learning tool, too. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And considering Ooh. Dark allegedly, Side of the Ring just ended with a steroid. Can, can we throw out an allegedly there? Legally speaking, I, I feel like it's an no... allegedly, although the back knee does speak for itself. I mean, and I, and I feel like, and I feel like, if you want to call me out on it, no problem. I'm sure I could definitely find proof. 
and then it would make you. So I'm not going to legend it. I'm going to say he took steroids. Technically oh speaking, he would have to prove that he did not take steroids. True. Yeah, um, so. To come at us. And um, I, I suspicion he does not. So come at me, bro, with all your steroids. Yeah. Um, anyways. I think so he can it, take you. I think he can oh. kick your ass. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I mean, it's only because the steroids, but I think he can kick your ass. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm going to um, keep it a legend. Well, I mean, you are the DA, so it makes sense yeah. for you to try to, to see why your bets. CYDA, yeah. cover your DA. <laughs> so anyway, that's where I was. My crime was maybe WWE is going to get better. Maybe the war is starting to actually be better. No. Just because you have one Raw that is halfway decent, um, but even then, is it really that decent? It's only decent because it's been so shit for so long. You know what I like? It it does. I mean, you had what it sounds. I and I, I guess I gotta watch. But what it sounds like, you had the Gable Finn Balor match, which I imagine was most likely match of the night because that match just sounds fire. Just seeing those two names in one ring together. Uh, but other than that, okay, you have a nice Seth promo because Seth is always bomb diggity, and that KO match seemed alrighty okay. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not ready to start rolling out the red carpet for Raw yet. Yeah, I am I saying like that this soon. this was at least one give week me, where I do give me not a have month a of good Raw and then or halfway decent matches, and then maybe you might get a and maybe if you put freaking Tazawa on some TV and a wrestling. Oh, he was, match, on. Oh, a, he was on it, yeah. He, he, uh, he that, bumped it. Let me finish. With... That was a non 24-7 championship relation yes. match. Yes, Tazawa's the missing link for them. Because that was definitely yeah. would be a good chunk. That's, yeah, that's gonna totally. Uh, it would. He's definitely in that chain somewhere. That he's part of that little brick that you would need to put it back together for sure. He's he's yeah. he's, he's. You know the one coin that you well. get when you jump and hit bricks at the very beginning of Super Mario Brothers. That one coin, right? Just the one. <laughs> that's Sazawa. No, he's the fifty points you get for breaking a brick. That's fair. Dick. Jeez. He's the freaking random cool object that you get when you finish a stage. That's Tazawa, baby. He's that accomplishment that you would get for watching Raw when you finish a Mario Brothers stage. You get to get the, I don't know, the flower, or you get to get the star. God damn it. If you have Tazawa more on your TV, I firmly believe you will have a better Raw. And I'm legit about that. He's a phenomenal wrestler. I, you guys have just forgotten. No, I just I, want to. I, I agree. He, the problem is he's <laughs> not a WWE wrestler, and therefore he is he is never going to be pushed on WWE. So what you really should want, for Tozawa's sake, is to get fired and go to AEW or Impact, is for yes. him to go someplace where he can be used better. Ooh, yeah, or, like our way appreciated. <laughs> uh, 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 oh my god, I just realized we can't do our uh, ROH AEW. No, we there. sure can't. We didn't do it last <laughs> week because of that. Um I'm I'm working on a uh at the very least temporary replacement for it. GCW. Um 
I I'm I'm going to at least I've actually been debating on on doing a change just in general for a bit. So I'm I'm thinking of going to a uh a, a something like uh uh belt one fire one sort of a thing where I give two options and you have to choose which one you strap them and which one you let them go. Um take take the the promos Sounds out of it. Dirty. I don't know. Sounds very dirty. Um but Belt I'm one, I'm strap one. Yeah. <laughs> well, strap one or crap one was the the concept I was thinking of. Um, where it you also give one very dirty. <laughs> okay, of course, but that's half the fun of this. Come on, man. <laughs> this way I can. Uh, this way I can make a shirt that says strap one or crap one, and then um, maybe some people buy it, not even knowing it's wrestling related. And no, nope, just something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. I the money spins the same, so um, but no, because Tazawa would be better, frankly, Tazawa would be better spent in New Japan, right. Um, or racism, um, yeah, um, no, not not for that, just from a style standpoint, from a style standpoint, he would be way better, he would be better in, in Ring of Honor, but that's not a thing anymore. Um, he could go to MLW and uh, try to win the television title off of. I feel like there's the an choice in NWA. I just think we just replace it with NWA. Please See, I it. the the thing with NWA is I know even less about its current product than I know Ring of Honor, and that's where it struggles with me. Um, and that's why you I know but, a lot about in the, or, uh, about Ring of Honor's current product. Yeah, a whole lot because we had to go through them one at a time, and all I, of it, all of it. But no, and that's why. It, but it, here's the deal: is the, in the grand scheme of things, I've been thinking about changing the AEW Ring of Honor Impact game for a while now because we've we've run through a lot of the the combinations uh, mm-hmm. multiple times, and this one would be a little bit more uh, universal, where I could give you two two options and you have to choose which one you you base your company on and which one you kick to the um anyway um we will go ahead and move on to the next crime uh jlb do you want to go or you want me to go i mean i feel like not a whole lot has happened i feel like i had the charlotte thing uh and then I'm just kind of puzzled. I feel like there was not really a whole lot to bitch about because not much happened. Am I wrong in this? Am I missing a lot? Did you watch the Mox match this week? Or just... Oh, I mean, that is... Yeah, I mean, AEW point. is still a thing. I don't know if you missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yes. So I, I, it's more of a misdemeanor, though. But I, and I didn't want to shit on him because his book is coming out tomorrow and whatever. Um but I mean, I guess that was disappointing, but it wasn't like an overly big thing. So we're going to see that again this week with Mox going in, beating the shit out of someone and leaving, uh, getting tired of his whole spiel. Uh, Orange Cassidy even admitted to, hey, guys, come watch me get my ass kicked on Wednesday. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, man. Give me a Mox storyline. Don't just fucking dine and dash. Um, like- I, th- I think this is a storyline for Mox. Well, I think I weird. think the storyline is the no more Mr. Nice Guy, I want my belt back storyline. And frankly, I think it's setting him up to be a number one contender 
um for hangman is he still in the tournament thing yes that that was that was his round in the um eliminator tournament versus you didn't have to beat 10 though man you didn't have to do 10 i think that dirty. I, I also that think would be my crime kind of i, sort of. I think they're like, also telling a storyline with that i think they're gonna basically have 10 be like listen i joined the dark order um because it was supposed to help me win and you guys let moxley bite my face off yeah you, you know you didn't not only did you Mox, not help Mox me win basalt yeah not not only did you not help me win but I lost in like 30 seconds. Um, I no wish it would have been a better, a longer match, but I like the idea, uh, personally like the idea of rebuilding Mox as this don't give a fuck guy in the match. I want to get home to my baby. Baby, mm-hmm. that's what yes. he's doing. Uh, you know, you, baby you, put, you put some schmo in front of me, I'm going to destroy him, and then I'm going to go. Now, here's what they need to do one step of this they need to do and um uh they they had a chance and they didn't end up going this way um but what i really think they they need to do is they need to put um his buddy in front of him kingston kingston yes kingston's been getting uh it was kingston and brian right kingston and daniel bryan in the first uh fire el- eliminate no, it was a great that. match i mean it was it was not a wrestling clinic. This was a brawl. No, this was just a brawl. Um, and I really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it go, going out with flipping the bird as, as you pass out, brilliant. And, and then immediately and, uh, going backstage and just taking out all your anger on CM Punk in the middle of an interview is setting Kingston up for now a match with CM Punk. Um, which I don't know that I'd want to pass out in Daniel Bryan's crotch, though. I will no. say... Not the place I would I'd, I'd want to be awake for every set. Wait, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'd rather pass out, anyways. But no, what they need to do is now have a, a, a and this is where it would have been a great thing to have Eddie Kingston somehow or another advance and it eventually be Mox versus Kingston and have Mox just wipe the floor with his best friend. Um, and this that would help solidify this because I really do think they're setting it up as a heel turn for Mox. That this is now Moxley kid gloves are off, and now he's gonna be the first heel opponent for Hangman once Hangman wins. But yeah, but I don't know. I can I can understand the frustration. I I I have my own frustration with, with uh AEW this week. Uh, mostly um, the the Cody Rhodes promo. Oh Jesus! I, <laughs> Why did I forget I, that? Lo- I love Cody Rhodes. I love I Cody Rhodes turn. promos for the most part. He he delivers really? some of that, but but this one here, it won't turn. It, it fell flat for me because of this whole thing. I'm not gonna turn. I'm not gonna turn. I'm not gonna turn. But he is You're, gonna turn. I mean, I I sure hope he does. Because this rate. that's 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 the way to tell this storyline is for him to turn. But this promo for me fell flat. Um, Although after the promo, are you talking about when when El Idolo was challenging him in the ring? And... It was before that he delivered this whole promo before okay. that about the, how the shit I, after that was fucking fire. No, the yeah. shit after it was fire. But the promo <laughs> itself, where he said, "I Hawk hear you," such a beast. I, I yeah I hear you fans I hear you fans 
you know, you you want me to to turn, but I'm not gonna turn. I'm I. It it was it was a forced baby face promo that. Rhodes has been doing I, this for a while, though. The guy is not, I have a wife that is better than me or that I don't deserve. Yeah. I have a child that something mm-hmm. is better than me. I, My brother I, is this, bro, I don't this want to was, hear your whining little bitchy. This was like, the oh. point that it went over the top for me onto the thing. I didn't mind some of those. I, I wasn't I wasn't super into the whole USA, USA uh, promo he did. Um, before oh, his match bullshit? with Anthony Bowens, um, yeah, but um, not Anthony Bowens. Um, what Anthony Agogo? Yeah. Um, Which um, where the hell is he? Um, injured. Um, oh, dirty. Okay. Um, so so, but the the stuff afterwards. I frankly, I wish they would have just not had the Cody promo, and went straight to Andrade challenging Cody. That would have been better. The Cody promo here, the whole, you know why I don't turn, that'd be the easy way out, blah, 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 whatever. Pretty sure it was because of his stupid tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I wish they would have just... Andrade kind of... is talking. The fact yeah. that we didn't get that in WWE, mm-hmm. and he comes to AEW, like, here you go, bro. Like, just try to do whatever, but just make sure they kind of understand He's good. Like he's he comes off of that heelish character. Like all you gotta think. get is the passion. You don't even have to yeah. understand the words sometimes. Mm. I mean, is it nobody can understand Penta? I mean, yeah. that speaks English. Oh, but he has a yeah. translator. People that speak Spanish. No, I understand. You can't but so. you don't but you know what he's saying. Like <laughs> mm. so. you know? So like he here's the whole promo Cody did, right? Oh Jesus. Uh said, whether you believe it or not, before, I hear you. Once. I hear you online. I hear the old wrestling manager shouting at clouds on social media. Cornette, I'm sure. I heard you this Saturday. I had one of the best wrestlers in the world, Malachi Black. I had a Tiger Driver 98, but for a brief glimmer, I thought about hitting a different move. The Tiger Driver 98 is a double underhook um, pile driver, um, but it sets up just like a pedigree. So that's the hint there. Uh, would no. I have popped up? Would I have broken a rule? But you know why I didn't? Because that was the easy way out. I feel like as a fan, you have the right to cheer boo, boo but you're, if you're going to acknowledge the man who signs the checks, please acknowledge the man who built this bank. The easy um, way out is not the way. I will not turn. The reason is simple, because I love you guys, and I've loved you my entire life. So if anyone thought maybe you got a, I got a little Hollywood, I apologize to all of you for the Nightmare family and Arn Anderson. If I never told you, let me tell you right now, it's a damn honor to stand in the ring with you. I apologize you were right. And that's when uh, Andrade came out and said, Cody, these people don't like you. These people don't like me. But the difference is I don't like the people. Cody, you made stupid choices. First, that stupid tattoo. Second, you got in my business. Look at me. I'm Andrade El Idolo. But wait. But if you want, I can make you my bitch. Um, And then Malachi Black came out. I think this would have been better if it had started off Cody in the ring saying, believe it or not, I hear you, I hear you online, I hear this, and then Andrade interrupts him, and he never gets this whole speech out. It would have well, thank saved God. us about five minutes um, in in show, and I it would have set up the same thing, and I just, this, this promo fell flat for me. I feel like Rhodes' promos has always been feeling flat for me. I think I only liked him the first year in AEW promo-wise when he was just kind of like 
I don't know. He wasn't as egotistical. And now he just comes off like, I don't know, man. Like, you're, I get it. You're not your dad and whatever. But you're still trying to prove that you're like your dad. I don't even know if, I, I guess Dusty was a good promo guy. I feel like I've seen some of his promos, but it's been a while. Um, but I don't know if I consider him a Ric Flair promo guy like Dusty is. Like, would Dusty be considered, like, top promo guys like a Ric Flair or a Rock or whatever? Dusty was a heel, man. He liked to talk like a heel all the time. And so this was always, he was just chipper. I think that, that was but, like, I mean, was it entertaining? Was it was really good. It was Dusty obviously better than his son. Yeah. A lot of people on Stone Cold's podcast do it well because I feel like everyone talks about Dusty on Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull, and they always have the the impression down. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> and, and they Dusty, all do the Dusty same. Dusty was never a bad guy. Never a bad guy. Yeah, he he was the everyman face he, character. He went he, as a wrestler, as a as a dad. He mm-hmm. didn't go heel on on Dustin. Yeah, and, he uh, on he, Gold Dust. Right. But, but yeah, no, I, as, as a character character, his whole thing was, he was the everyman. He was the son of a plumber. He was supposed to be the, the stand in for every person out there and often against people like Ric Flair. Ric Flair has a silver spoon in his mouth and, and comes from money and all that stuff. But I'm the son of a plumber. I'm the everyman. I've seen hard times just like you have. Um, so that was his thing. And he delivered some great promos. Look up the hard times promo sometime we'll do um it's it's universally considered one of the better promos of all time like oh, wow. if if you google best wrestling promos uh i bet you that's uh in the top, top 10? 10 yeah oh yeah okay wow i'm gonna even figure that's it out a bold statement it's a bold statement cotton let's see where it gets him <laughs> see if it pays off Best wrestling promos of all. Um, according to uh, bettingblogger.com, this is the top one that came up. Uh, number one's Austin 316. Number two, Hard Times for Dusty Rhodes. Uh, three, CM Punk's Pipe Bomb. Four, Ric Flair limousine riding, so on and so forth. Let's go to another one that's maybe something we know a little bit better. Um <laughs> Bleacher's <laughs> debut is up there. Oh, show. <laughs> Let's see. Bleacher reports. Uh, no, that's promo men, not direct promos. Uh, Hard times. Yeah, you went on betting. Well, I went on betting blogger. Yeah, betting blogger. That was just the first one that came up, but. Um, but no, fair. I mean, uh, I've looked at... Well, here's yeah. Ranker.com, which is something people vote on, of course. So um, so this is their current ranks for the top 30 wrestling promos. Number one with uh, over 1,000 votes, Stone Cold's King of the Ring promo. Right. Number two, CM Punk's Pipe Bomb. Number three, Dusty Rhodes' Hard Time. Mm. Uh, number four... Yeah, number four, cream of the crop, Randy Savage. Number five, Chris Jericho's WWE pro debut. Debut. Uh, six, Paul Heyman's One Night Stand, two thousand five. 
seven, Chris Jericho's thousand and four holds. Number eight, Miz's talking smack promo. So I'm still not sure what's in the What was the Kane Dewey promo from Mick Foley? Which one? Kane Dewey. Um, CW promos delved into character work rarely ever. Anyways, it was probably it's just back in days for sure. Uh, according to Ranker, number 11 is The Rock's Billy Gunn promo. Bobby. Hi, my name name's is Billy. Billy. It doesn't matter yeah. what your name is. No, no, even mimics Billy. He's like, my name is Billy Gunn. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But I just, I just like when, when God says, "Well, Bobby, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter doesn't what your name is." <laughs> um, uh, Notice how anyway. math promo isn't up there. Um, oh. No, we don't let's let's problems. see where it lands on because I bet you it's on this top thirty list at some point. But on ranker, on ranker. <clears throat> but um, oh, it isn't. Uh, it got booted off by uh, the top thirty by Matt Hardy's Woken speech. Um, da, da, da. Oh, and I would like to also just give kind of a kudos. I was uh, a little negative on Rhodes, and I feel like I will always be. But holy hell, Abaddon and Britt Baker, give me more. That was a fun match. That, that was, fun. was a fun so, match. So I, I'll go ahead and go on. My, my crime for this week is another one of those that's not really a crime, but it's kind of a crime, but it's not. Um, but I, I'm going to first touch on my crime from last week where I talked about, is it a crime? Is it, is it not? We're going to have to wait and see on it was on the, uh, women's TBS title tournament last week. DFA wasn't here because he was dealing with a, uh, sick child. Um, but we talked, AKA, about... he was dealing with himself. Yeah. But, um, a little of both. Yeah, a little both, but uh, my my crime was uh, kind of a wait and see on the TBS title tournament saying, you know, they've got this shot at really putting their foot on the throat of WWE saying, listen, you claim to have the best women's division in all of professional wrestling, and you might from a talent standpoint, we can't necessarily say that, but you put on this Queen's Crown tournament and uh, 19 total minutes of action in seven matches. And uh, part of my crime was that I, I felt AEW really should have made this tournament have more rounds to it. Mm. I talked about how they had 23 different women on the roster, um, which would give them enough uh, rounds for them to have one match every Dynamite and Rampage up until the final on January 5th. Um, when they moved to TBS for it. Um, and they chose to instead do less. Um, and I can't remember the total. I think it's 11 total matches. Uh, yeah, ha half as many total matches. However, here's the statistic that will back me up at least a little on this, because I did say one of the things we'll have to wait and see on, and we'll still have to wait and see for the full tournament. But so far, 
two I matches. Feel like the length has already been longer. Yeah. Two matches into the TBS tournament, uh, the Ruby Soho match was eight minutes and thirty seconds. A Ruby Soho versus Penelope Ford. The Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb match was ten minutes fifty-seven seconds for a total time of nineteen minutes and twenty-seven seconds, which is uh, three seconds longer than the entirety of the Queen's Crown tournament. All seven <laughs> matches. Um, in two matches they've already eclipsed that um now they still have plenty of matches to go that could um throw wrenches into this like they could have uh, a match where you know jade cargill destroys someone in 30 seconds in fact i kind of feel like that but i mean like that's part of the storyline so but that's a part of a storyline um, but it's still one of those things where it's like, eh, you know, it, it's at least a good point there. Um, but my overall, I really, for the most part, enjoyed AEW this last week. Um, the Abaddon match you mentioned, uh, was just so phenomenal. happy to finally see her again. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's, she's been on dark a lot and, know, and a lot of people don't I know what. Oh, here's a, here's a sad thing. We, we keep saying a lot of people don't watch dark, but in terms of total viewership, like 300,000, uh, they're at about the last two episodes were almost 550,000, right? Which is very close to the amount of people that watch uh rampage, right? So, so it's not that far off, but I still wish uh, there were a few things that I mentioned last week. I wish it was a set time period. So you'd know to set aside an hour from your Monday or an hour from your Tuesday, because some of them can be two hours long and some of them are 30 minutes long. And it's, it just leaves. And I wish there was more storyline to it because right now it's just, here's a match. Here's another match. Here's another match. And there's right. basically no storyline buildup. No, no vignettes. But I think that's um, what they want to keep doing, though. And Rampage and Dynamite are your storylines. Elevation and Dark are your ranking matches. And I, I understand that. I but think still, it's the wrong choice. Mm. I think it's the wrong choice. I think like change the it real or choice have all storylines. Not, not change it, but just add some storylines. Add some promos backstage. Add a little bit of this. But that's the deal. Is it then allows you to take... 45 minutes worth of matches and and fill a full hour by throwing a couple backstage vignettes and a couple interviews into it. That's it. It's valid. Um, but so Dynamite this week started off with CM Punk versus Bobby Fish, which I I'm so happy they're allowing Bobby Fish to be Bobby Fish. And it's that was it, that week? Damn. Yes. Um, so much happens, man. That's why I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they had MJF destroy some dude, and then... oh, that match was not needed though. Fire promo afterwards. Give me all of that. But that like... that that was that was a jobber match just to have uh, MJF be like, look at me. Um, I mean, you didn't need but that. The, the whole MJF the whole is sting... always look at me. So. Yeah. But the whole Sting and Darby Allen thing afterwards was a lot of fun. It Fire. also, though, set up a lot more for the eventual Wardlow turn because we know it's coming. Uh, they've been setting up a lot of it with backstage with the uh, um, accountability buddy um, thing. 
Oh, did they they did more with that this week? Um, they they did some things on this where um, basically MJF was like, you know, you're not pulling your weight, sort of a thing. Um, uh, MJF kind of threw Wardlow in front of Sting so that he could retreat, and then left Wardlow out there to get beat up by Darby Allen and and um, Sting. Uh, Wardlow ended up taking a shot to the back with a thumbtack encrusted uh, skateboard deck, um, uh, which left him bloody back there, which again leads into this whole, you left me out there. I took this for you and you ran. Where's my accountability buddy? Yeah. Um, You had uh, Sammy Guevara versus All Ego Ethan Page, which... I love Ethan Page, and it's a fun match. Um, You know, so that was fun. Uh, Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston backstage uh, setting up for their match. Uh, Oh, their promos were also fire. I think some of it was on Elevation or something, but I saw the promos on Twitter, and I was like, nice. Mm -hmm. I like this. Yeah, He's pushing Kingston. Because uh, I think Kingston was also talking about his like depression and you know what I go through. He's like, yeah, but look, that's no excuse. We're all going through something. Yada, yada, yada. We still do it. Like that. That was cool. And it also sends a good message. You know, everyone is going through something. You got to try to find a way to push through it. See, I thought that was cold as shit myself. Mm. I I liked it overall, <laughs> but in the in the end, um, I like... No, I, I didn't think the promo was cold as shit. I thought... The message. I, I, I sincerely, I sincerely thought Daniel Bryan was turning heel there. Yeah. Oh, Bryan I see, and I liked uh, it so more because, because basically it was like uh, Daniel Bryan saying, "That's the Eddie Kingston I want to see." Right. I hate to exactly. tell you, Eddie, but I've been through it too. I'm not saying you're not a hard worker, Eddie. Him, John Moxley are two of the toughest professional wrestlers I've met in my entire life. But despite mm-hmm. all that, on Friday, I'm going to go out there and prove I'm the best. And Eddie, I don't care if you're going to listen or not, but I am going to beat you. Um, then we had the uh, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida match, which was a ton of fun, um, and did feature some hints that maybe uh, Hikaru Shida might be turning a little bit mm. heel, getting a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, so anyways, and got her, like you were pointing out, her 50th win. 50th win, uh, baby. So she now yeah. deserves that trophy that, um, you know, is all broken. But she's got it. <laughs> God damn it, Serena Deeb. One job. Um, uh, they had the interview with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Um, I forgot how their match was. I, don't, I feel that, like... I, I, I kind of like where that's headed. I, I, I like it from this standpoint. Where's um, it heading? It's eventually heading for Dante Martin turning or Leo Rush turning. Either way, they're eventually going to face off against each other. Um, but for now, it's it's turning with Dante Martin getting a little more aggressive, following mm-hmm. some of Leo Rush's Confused advice. If he likes the advice or not, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and getting some wins like he'd ended up getting on uh, Rampage the win over um, one of the uh, Sidells. The Matt Sidell. Um that is the other one actually like... injured, by the way, or that's just pure storyline. Um, I think I it's like pure storyline, but I'm not sure. Um all I so. know is is Dante Martin is playing 
confused really, really well. So he's either actually confused, like I, Tony Khan's like, like you are with your mosquito. <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah. I, I can tell you this. Um, Dante Martin in ring has everything you'll ever want out of an in ring performer. He can fucking fly. Yes, the thing, yeah, but out ring, he's the Natalia. thing that he needs is to to develop a a uh, some sort personality? of personality, right? Mm-hmm. Something to go, <laughs> which we've said about a lot of AEW wrestlers. It's one of the things they struggle with when you're when you're on the indie scene. You can be the guy who comes out and does the crazy shit in the ring and doesn't have to say much. That can right. be something that flies. Whereas once you get on TV, you looking at you, Nick Gage. Um, well, he doesn't do a whole lot of jumping around the ring, but he does crazy stuff. So, um, <laughs> crazy shit. Um, and then the main event match, of course, was Dark Order versus the Elite. So, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, fun. and Colt Cabana really versus fun. Omega, the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole. Um, and this was, this was, I, I think I even mentioned it. Um, because we we were delayed on our FBI last week, and so we did that on Wednesday. So I mentioned it. This was a, a one of the chances that AEW did a Halloween sort of match without going into the uh, someone's gonna end up with a pumpkin on their head that WWE always falls for. Um, I didn't watch SmackDown this week, so I don't know if anyone ended up. Someone ended up with a pumpkin on their head. Oh wow! Put, let me put a surprise on my face. Uh, I mean, um, Halloween Havoc was pretty uh, pretty dope though from NXT. Yeah. I uh, I but, didn't originally watch it. My uh, few of my buddies were like, "Dude, no, watch it. It's probably the best show of the I, week." And I can say from a decent. show standpoint, uh, NXT has put on some fun shows. Mm-hmm. They are still filled with a whole bunch of uh, who the fuck, who the is, fuck this is this guy? <laughs> oh um, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, like Von Von Wagner. Who the fuck is this? Um, and Tony Mamaluke. It's not Tony Mamaluke. That's just what I think every time I see him. Whatever the new uh, Chicago gangster guy's name is. Um, who, who the, the fuck, fuck is, is this? this? <laughs> um, but but in terms of the show it has been fairly entertaining overall um so there there were some things uh a lot of people didn't like the haunted house the gargano haunted house segment yeah whatever mm. but no the big thing with the the uh, dark order versus the elite though because this was halloween themed uh the dark order all came out in costumes you had um uh, uh, Stu Grayson as Kratos. Stu Grayson was Kratos, which which I mentioned on FBI. Uh, he uh, unfortunately came out as Kratos the day after uh, Tommaso Champa came, came right. out as Kratos. Kratos. A, a better Kratos, so he did look like the dollar so store confusing. Kratos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, Stu. Um, a, apparently phenomenal the- though wrestler in the ring. Yeah, he's I- great in the ring. I, um, for some yeah. reason, had forgotten. I guess I don't see enough of Stu Grayson. Um, but uh, then I recall, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy was the part of the Super Smash Brothers mm-hmm. in uh, the Indies fiend. And he actually, he's a Montrealer. So I've seen him countless times in IWS. And I just put everything all together. I'm like, oh, shit, that's him. Mm-hmm. So 
It's pretty cool to uh, his makeup apparently was done by Leva Bates. Well, um, Leva Bates so. should never do makeup again. What? Well, I I didn't hate his makeup. It just was not as good. It wasn't as... Champa style. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and here's the deal: Champa did a more realistic his his uh, face paint tattoo, whatever you want to call it. Um, was was kind of a rust red, whereas uh, uh, Stu Grayson's was a bright red, kind of almost this color red. You know, um, which looked a little different. You know, I kind of preferred the more realistic champ look. But anyways, um, so yeah, he was uh, Kratos. You had uh, Colt Cabana dressed up as Brandon Cutler. Um, and and there's there's an important thing I noticed when watching this. Um, the 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 color of jumpsuit that he was wearing. <laughs> directly matched Brandon Cutler's boots or shoes that he was wearing. Oh, um, Jesus. When you we need a life, but no, oh my God. but here, the, the whole point of this was, this was foreshadowing because the whole thing with this, the real Brandon Cutler turned out to be actually kidnapped by right. the dark order and was the front end of the horse. Right. So right. all you could see of him was his shoes. But they were the same color as the Brandon Cutler costume, which which was foreshadowing to the twist later when you found out that he was kidnapped as the front of the horse. That's it's a little detail, but I guarantee you it was purposeful. Anyways, um, don't think had, so. I mean, I can see it, you thinking that, but no, I I guarantee you it was one hundred percent purposeful. This yeah, is one of those I'm things. This is yeah. one of those things that I guarantee. Easter eggs are a thing, but. Mm -hmm. that they thought about it and everything so um but uh uh uh, evil wore a cowboy outfit uh to ride the horse as the other part of the horse um and uh john silver was a sexy bambi um wearing a women's sexy bambi costume out to the ring which i pulled it off pulled it off sexiest bambi i've seen and the elite came out as the Ghostbusters, in a um, special made theme by the AEW producer who did a whole tweet on it. Yes. This guy apparently did it in like two hours, like three hours. Yeah, like um, he, he got the call, and uh, because here's the deal: the reports have it they were actually originally going to do Squid Game. And right. what happened uh, with that exactly? They said no. Yeah, TNT said no. Probably because Squid Game is a Netflix property. Uh, and TNT didn't didn't want to be advertising for Netflix a comp competitor on there. Ghostbusters there, is what? Ghost Ghostbusters isn't owned by a specific television company, which Netflix counts uh, okay. as a television. It was a Time Warner movie though, so yeah, it was mm, a Time Warner movie okay. too. Uh, but okay. even more than that, it's also not a current hot topic movie thing um whereas well, that could be is. argued i feel like there's a new ghostbusters coming there out. is a new no. ghostbusters about to come out but it's not <laughs> like it's not the big thing right now anyway right um but it also played into this because i don't know how they would have done this as well with squid game uh they had a stay puff marshmallow man who we all assumed was brandon cutler uh come out to the ring um but it was not brandon cutler and the cinematography for the final Amazing. reveal at the end, after they BT triggered the horse and then found out it was Brandon Cutler, 
you had uh, Matt Jackson standing in the ring looking around like, where is he? Where is he? And uh, the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man just entered the shot right behind him and took off the, the head. And it was Hangman Page. Perfect time for Halloween. Like, that's horror movie, camera yeah. shot. Camera shot. Perfection. Dude. Perfect. He looked pissed. Um, and he and then delivered a huge lariat to uh, Matt Jackson. Uh, Kenny Omega jumped in the ring and tried to hit him. He ducked it and caught him immediately into the dead eye. Um, and then celebrated in the ring, and it was awesome. And it was even funnier because he was trying to take off the uh costume, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume, and he couldn't get it off his feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day, Hangman <laughs> Page tweeted out. How do you get Stay Puft Marshmallow costume off your feet? Um, like he still had it on there because he was stumbling around the ring the entire rest of the segment with. I don't know, but, but that was just so much fun for me. I, I enjoyed every minute of that. And then, of course, you've got uh, Rampage, which was just an hour, but it had the Abaddon match, which we already talked about. That was awesome. Um, it, it even featured some great, like, storytelling with the Abaddon character, because she acts like a demon, but we're not supposed to really believe she's a demon, right? I don't know. But Britt Baker tried to put on the lockjaw. Hold on, I think JLB died. I'm here. Oh, okay, he just hadn't moved in 20 minutes. Well, but, I'm sorry, I don't have mosquitoes to hit, excuse me. <laughs> but, uh, Britt Baker wanted to put on the lockjaw, but didn't want to put her hand anywhere near Abaddon's mouth at first. And then right. when she started to try to do it, Abaddon just bit her finger. Which, I mean, I don't know why no one else does this every time she tries to do the lockjaw. Just bite her freaking hand. Like, uh, be, same because, thing with the manible claw. Because and... uh, you're putting pressure on the mandibular nerve, and then it... it, it... Now, here's the... We've all been thinking the same thing with all of the okay. mandible claw. Just making sure. I thought We've all been thinking 1996, it. motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and so... But storyline-wise, it's a pressure point. Once you get your fingers in there, you put pressure on it, and they can't... You can't bite down. Uh, but but course, Abaddon... If you're a zombie... Nerve pressure doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, you had the absolute fire Kingston versus Danielson match we mentioned. Yeah, and then you had Dante Martin get the win against Matt Seidel. Um, but the big thing is that that main event match, the Abaddon versus Britt Baker, was a trick-or-treat match, which really officially was just a no-DQ match. Right. Right. Um, and I like it because they worked in a Halloween theme to it, but it didn't come off as Who's going to end up with a pumpkin on their head? Goofy. It felt right for it. I do feel Abaddon should have won, though. Kind of bitchy. She would have got at least a title shot. Give her that, at least. You know, maybe not make her And then everybody be cute for biting somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, straight up. That works. But yeah. I did have one thought in that match, uh, though. Because the pinfall happened on the thumbtacks. Right. And I thought to myself... Logically speaking, shouldn't it actually be harder to pin someone on thumbtacks? Because if you try to pin me on thumbtacks, I'm going to start going, nah, get my, you know, because those thumbtacks digging into my back is going to instinctively make me want to pull my shoulders up. Right. Well, they're consummate performers, and you were just a theater major. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
I'm not talking yeah, about performance. Yeah, up as a cop. I'm talking about from a real life standpoint. Well, if I you're mean, actually trying to hit. pin someone on something sharp like that. I think they're going to fight harder than if their uh, shoulders are flat on well, an actual mat. I think it's just because of exhaustion. They've already been hit with a thumbtacks before on the back and yeah. so on and whatever. So at that rate, it's not necessarily really anything. Like, like they're just exhausted and dead too, right? All I'm saying. And I feel like it may be hurt more if you try to push. All, because all it I'm might, saying it might grab more, but awesome match. Abaddon is clearly not as dark. As uh, Joey Janela, because Janela would fucking bring out Legos. Heck yeah, mm. Here's Legos. that's manipulative as fuck. Or he would go, her like mouth was bleeding and shit with the thumbtacks in her mouth. I was yeah, like, oh my yeah, God. she poured thumbtacks in her mouth. That was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? What if something goes wrong? Oh Jesus! Yeah, no, badass match for dude. Give me those kind of matches at the end of Rampage. Like, I'm good. I'm satisfied that it's only an hour. Like, it's an amazing matchup. That was fire. Give me that all the time. Like, you had... I feel like Rampage is almost better than Dynamite at this rate. If you keep having, like, your CM Punk Brian match or Brian match with someone at the beginning, and then you have that kind of crazy woman match at the end... Like it's fire, great booking. In it's because movie. it's only an hour. You get three matches in an hour. That's it's a good time. But it's you get three formula, good matches. It, it's I, literally I, the formula that made Raw work originally. Yeah, but I mean, I could also get three shitty matches too. I'm getting three decent. You don't matches. get three shitty matches when you only get three matches. Well, I don't know. As WWE, that I feel like if WWE went to an hour, I feel like they might put Ray and whoever. And leave out Finn and Gable. You know what I mean? We might get the Big E and KO, but I don't think we'd get the Finn and Gable. We'll get the T-Bar and the... Which apparently was a good match, according to, like, that website and you. Because the B-plus is, uh, I feel, very generous for a T-Bar match. But I mean, I haven't watched. So I In, in the grand scheme of things, you do also have to remember, we're grading Raw on a scale. Right, there's a curve on this thing, right? What has Raw been for the last year? What Raw has been shitty. So if it puts out an okay one, it feels better than than it's been. Doesn't count. Doesn't count though. You can't feel better. Sure, you can. Haven't you ever been graded on a curve? The grade still counts. Right. Well, you've been really failing the past two months, but. You got like an 85% on this. You're, you've improved. You have improved. I've, I've heard that. <laughs> no, the rest of the class sucked on it, so you sucked on it. <laughs> or so you were good. You were good on it. That's Even it. though you sucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just I just don't want to get my hopes up. It's, it's just because of the lacklusterness we've seen from them for so long. There's no more faith there. I've lost all faith. So... I just like how I've lost faith with CM Punk always showing up at the beginning of AEW. I'm like, guys, I don't need CM Punk to always show up. I know Tony Khan said it was a business thing and whatever, and it's doing good for business. And fine. But gee golly, do it off. But no, it's good business. You don't do it off TV. I don't know. I'm, I'm just over it. I, I, I feel like you're shoving CM Punk too much down my throat. 
that I'm kind of just mm. over it. Just give me a something. That's what Adrian said. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. CM Punk keeps getting shoved down her throat. Oh, Jesus. So anyway, that was inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Speaking of inappropriate, we're gonna actually do one extra felony because there is a felony on our staff. And that is if you're gonna record a challenge for <laughs> FBI to throw at people, you don't rebook one of the best moments in history. Oh I didn't do it. Fucking challenge. No, it is not. Are you still upset time. by that? Rebook Jericho's debut. It's gonna be that's what it's gonna be tomorrow. No, we already give me we already did it. Oh, we already did it and then didn't do you it. You guys didn't change it and then you didn't do it. No, it's not fair, la. You have to redo it. Nope. You can't redo what's been done. This is the nope. whole point of the challenge. I do exactly what they did. You can't do exactly what you don't know what they did. You're thinking of it. What do you have the mosquitoes? Is that what's going on? Is this... Yes. <laughs> All I'm saying is that wasn't that wasn't an episode that was Russo challenges that were supposed to do things shitty. There is no way to do that debut better. Literally one of the top two debuts of all time on every single list we looked up. I'm sorry, guys. Every I apologize for thinking that you guys have creative minds and you can come up with something. Do it, then. My apology. Yeah, do this it. Do it. Do it. This do is it. your defense. No. It's not my offense. It's not my. It's 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 not my fantasy to book here. New Coke Zero. How is it? It sounds like it's the best Coke. Why ever. is it New Coke Zero? It's actually really good. I've been told it's the best Coke ever, according to the commercials. According to the commercials, yeah, the best. Yes. Is it like a flavor, or is it just? It, they just replaced the old Coke Zero with this, but it it really does. Now this is going to be me, not hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. But if Coke Zero wants to throw sponsorship my way, I'm a okay with it. Um, it tastes a lot like regular Coke. Stop. Like they really did. It's. I'm not saying it's 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 regular Coke. Regular Coke. But, it's not. Okay. It still is obviously zero sugar, but it is the like closest, closest. to real thing. Zero sugar. So we should have that here. No, how does the can look like? Um, it's got black. Oh, so yeah, interesting yeah. design. Okay, Here's... zero sugar black. Nice. So what you're telling me is that there are some things that can be improved and redone that are already good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some. See. Just not Jericho's reintroduction. <laughs> but 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 yeah, here here's the deal, right? Remember when uh Coca-Cola you might not even remember this. New Coke, yesterday. I remember New Coke. But I remember it, yeah. Remember when Coca-Cola Whoa. decided to replace Coca-Cola with something, right? And then less than six months later went back to Coke. Yeah, it it was because no one liked it. Actually, a fun. I fun remember story. they did that with vanilla Coke. They had made that flavor like a thing for a while and that was yeah, trash. It, it wasn't horrible, but it, but here's the deal with new Coke is they literally replaced regular Coke with it. Um, here's the funny thing is I actually in my room have a have a can of new Coke. Um, it's, what? It's not as old as the regular new Coke, but about it was a year and a year and a half ago. They did a thing uh, with Stranger Things because Stranger Things is set during the 80s. And this season was set during the time that 
New Coke came out. Coca-Cola actually re-released New Coke in special New Coke Stranger Things packs. I have a can of New Coke in the other room. Did you retry it? I have not yet. And it's now expired, so it's you probably going to be one shitty can. now. I think I only have one can. Okay. Wow. I think it was just... It might have been two cans. Bought. I had to you buy it have... off Amazon. I don't get why you buy like just one. Buy two, try one of them, and keep the one as a collection. Uh, this this was a special pack. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think I think the mosquito won on that one. <laughs> Sorry, I had a violent bow fall. Okay. So. You, you didn't have the ability to just buy two cans. It was a pack that came with a certain number of... of oh, things. no, fair. But then why not drink one? I planned on drinking it. And then my wife got hit with this whole um, zero sugar diet thing. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. Typical husband. Blame the wife. And so I decided to start doing zero sugar to support my wife. So mm-hmm. then we didn't drink any of the things. Um I'm trying to find exactly what was in the new Coke Stranger Things. Oh, I bought me some Funko Pops today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got me... Uh, kind of forgot who I got. But I don't know. They were like on special. They're like $11 Funko Pop Pops. And I'm like, these wrestlers are kind of cool. The Bret Hart one is really expensive, though. I was like, damn it. I wanted like an all-Canadian Funko Pop collection. But no. Why do Canadians got to be so expensive? Yanni McGearson, no one was talking to you. No, no, I was actually just Yanni. I know, that's the point. Yanni McGearson, that's, that was the joke. That was the joke. That was the joke. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I don't know why you're being a dick. I was just tired. (laughs) No dick here. No dick. No dick. I mean, there is a dick, but I mean. Well, it actually does have two cans of, of. The new Coke, but we still didn't drink any of them. One job. Two Cokes, one job, drink one. That's it. That's finale. Again, no we have misdemeanors and commendations. Yep. Yeah. Or Again. accommodations. Or accommodations. Accommodations. All right. I said yeah. it right. We'll do, we'll do accommodations. Uh, misdemeanors and uh, accommodations. Anyone got any misdemeanors to throw out there? Um. Oh, yeah. You can't challenge somebody to fix something that's not fucking broken. I'm sorry no, I, for challenging he, someone to be creative. No, here's didn't the realize thing that it. was in your repertoire. The the okay, thing sportster, is, great ten greatest of all time. Hold on, we're just gonna go through this like we did last time. I'm I'm basically just saying the the thing is. Everything else we've ever challenged on this was to try to improve, except when we were doing Russo challenges, which were to try to make things shitty. Um, so hold on to that for next time we do a Russo challenge, and then we'll fucking shit it all up. Well, no, now you guys just don't deserve it anymore. Number right? 10. So don't Best deserve WWE it anymore. Debut, number 10 of all time. Because I don't AJ want to, Mr. Yanni McPherson over here. Number nine. Damn it. Ronda God. Rousey. Yanni McPherson over here. Number eight. Get all grouchy. Goldberg. Number seven. Um, Ruthless. Aggression. John Cena. 
Number six, wow, Big really? Show. I actually agree with these starting at this point. Big what show. was Big Show's? Uh, Stone Cold versus uh, Vince McMahon in the cage match. He threw Stone Cold through the cage. and Oh, like moments? Match. That was a big moment. No, that was the debuts. Debuts. Oh, debuts. Right. Okay. Number five, The Undertaker. Duh. Number four, Sting's debut in WWE. Number three, The Radicals, which were literally just sitting outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was Number literally three. days after they wrestled yes. in WCW. So One day I after. don't remember Sting's WWE debut. Um, wasn't he under the... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, the statue uh, when Seth Rollins yes. was... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Fine. Fair enough. Accommodations. No, no. He attacked Triple H. But he was under the later, statue. Later, gift he was thing. under the statue. Yeah. Oh, the statue was later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number two, Kane. Also number one on Sunday. Oh, my God. That's got to be Kane. Yes. That's got to be and, Kane. And I would say one of JR's most iconic announcements. Um, and then I don't know, that one, mankind one was pretty. Uh, oh my god, he got cut in half. Number one, Chris Jericho. Yeah, no, guys, it was awesome. I'm not, I'm not debating that. It was absolutely stellar, but it's just how you would potentially change it if you were booking it and how you would didn't you have up Chris Jericho's future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe not. I mean, if you're creative, you don't necessarily fuck it up. Maybe you make it a tad bit better. Maybe you have a little no, extra how, element. How do you make it better? How? I don't know, guys. I That's don't what know. we're asking you. How, That's how, what I was asking. How do I'm you not make that better? Building my own fantasy here. And and again, I'm just saying. I I, I will think of example. something. How, I will think how of can something. you make that better? And I will think of something and get back to you next week. Okay, so but fun. the whole point of this was for you guys to like do it, and that was it. But you're not going to get that for tomorrow. You just being wanted us bags. to do it, Oscar the Grouch. Oh, like you'll show up anyways. Well, 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 I will, I will, I will. Who's we the one that didn't show up? You. Uh, well, it's you know, it is what it is. You, I'm often imitated, never duplicated. You see me when I show up. Damn it. No one could duplicate this beautiful face. Thank God. I know, right? Um, combinations, people. Combinations. Combinations. No, no, bueno. um, no one's got anything. Great match. Yeah, uh, just AEW this week. Just yeah. AEW, just... AEW NXT. Um, really NXT raw was on being better than they have been. Oh God. I mean, raw is like having a second grader who finally yeah. figures out how to do two plus two after they figured that they already knew one plus one. I mean, that's a good example. I think that's a, uh, it's not a B plus I, example, but that's a good, good example. Good job. You didn't shit your pants today. Yeah. That's, yeah. When you have a toddler, potty training. when you have a yeah. toddler and potty training, you celebrate the non shitty day. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where Raw was. So mm-hmm. commendations on just wrestling over the last week. I, I will ha- I will say I have the misdemeanor that I think we all will agree with, and the misdemeanor is not directly at Ring of Honor, but the misdemeanor is Ring of Honor suspending businesses. 
I'm not directing it at them because I, I do think that they are doing it from a business standpoint that they didn't have much of a choice. You know what I mean? Like it just, they, they were the first to suspend audiences and the last to bring back audiences and it hurt them. But it's, it's a misdemeanor because it is taking wrestling away and this time when I liked the I, I liked that we had a lot of competition, a lot of places to watch wrestling. It's sad that all of these wrestlers now are finding themselves out. So that's that's why I'm saying it's not well, a misdemeanor at Ring of Honor. It's a mm -hmm. misdemeanor for Ring of Honor. On uh, that note, I would also maybe give it an accommodation for the fact that they did release them. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, saying and and they released them not just it's not like whoever didn't have a contract after December okay you release after December you're done but those who are into 2022 technically after their contract is only done they are released so mm -hmm. at the end of the day they're still keeping promises to their actual contractual obligations which I guess maybe they have to but uh, they could probably find a loophole to weasel out of that too at the same time uh, but they're not so well, yeah, I, no, that's what I, I also give that an uh an accom why can I commendation commendation com I'm also yeah but I'm like I'm also giving that un commendation that sounds weird no it's not uncommendation a misdemeanor that's why I'm not giving it a misdemeanor and it's a commendation for that simple fact that they are actually keeping the promise yeah. Well, and here's the deal. It's like I said, this is why I'm not I'm not going after Ring of Honor for this because no, I think I they're that. doing things right. Um in the way they're they're letting letting people already start taking bookings. Mm -hmm. Um to, but non AEW WWE. Well, and then when their when their contract is uh, is released at the end of the year after mm -hmm. final battle, they'll be able to sign wherever. Um or yeah, or unless you're part of 2022. I hear the deal is I think they're letting anyone out of the contract afterwards if they want to. Oh, um, okay. And so, um, but they uh, all the reports have it that Ring of Honor plans that that at least according to the executives in Ring of Honor, the plan is to start doing tapings again in April. Um, but I point out and I pointed out on uh, FBI last week that the wording of the release is eerily similar to the same wording that WCW had when they suspended operations to re redo stuff before WCW got bought by Vince McMahon and never was again. Um, mm. So, but in the end, I, I do think that at least ring of honor staff has intention has good intentions out of this. I do worry that it's going to come out that Sinclair has decided to punt on professional wrestling, and and this is Sinclair getting out from under it. But but Ring of Honor at least is doing all the right things with it. I'm just sad that all of these wrestlers are going to find themselves suddenly unemployed in a in a time when there is kind of a glut of wrestlers um like AEW can't afford to sign a ton of wrestlers now right uh, uh you know impact can't afford to sign a ton of wrestlers right now 
you know that there's going to be a, a fair amount of wrestlers now. Now we went through we went through the entire Ring of Honor roster and said where we hoped they would go. Um, a lot and, of which we didn't know. Yeah, a lot of them we didn't know very well. So a lot of them we were just like, I they, they based on looks, based on experience, we think this would work. But there are some standouts that that I think universally we expect to go to one of the majors. Um, we might not disagree on exactly where, but but they, we expect him. Like Dan Housen, we disagree on where he should end up going. Um, I'm 100% in the AEW camp for Dan Housen. DA Fave mm-hmm. is not so much in the AEW. I'm in uh, the dominant for indie force. Um, uh, but like um, uh, Dalton Castle, we both agree should end up yes. on one of the other ones. Um, uh, Jonathan Gresham, 100% should end up on one of the majors. We should be seeing him on our TVs, whether it's Monday nights or Thursday nights or Wednesday nights. Yeah, but we still felt she should be somewhere. Yeah, just where? Um, and that's that's the thing is you know, uh, unless we suddenly get about three more hours of professional wrestling a week from from the three main ones, it's going to be tough. I mean, unless someone like GCW or MLW or CZW or or uh, NWA steps up and, and gets a TV deal, um, there's going to be some of them that we don't see on our regular TV. Well, keep in mind, G... Uh... Game Changer Wrestling GCW is going to be at the Hammerstein Ballroom mm-hmm. in January. So I don't know. Maybe they might want to get a few of those ROH guys. Perfect timing. No one's under contract or can get out of the contract. Mm-hmm. Get them for that show. Maybe even sign them. So yeah. GCW is getting pretty big up there towards like almost maybe an ROH. Um, yeah. uh, the, again, well go, but... I agree. The, the problem is that's still not on our TV every week. That's still like GCW. You have to either pay per view them or be an independent wrestling TV subscriber, which I think is still a phenomenal deal. And I'm 100% saying if if you've got the scratch to subscribe to another channel, independentwrestling.tv is a great choice for you can get and- that Beyond Wrestling, Zello Pro. You know, uh, CZW, you can get a ton of promotions on that for a one low price a month. That's great. At the same time, if AEW is coming out with their network, apparently Mm -hmm. Khan made some kind of little hidden message or not so hidden message that that was coming soon, yet not revealing who it was going to be with. I I think that if he he'd be silly not to make an offer on ROH's library. It's uh, not up for sale, though. That's 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 going to be. I was going to bring this up. There's uh, competing uh, reports. There are some people who are saying, according to people I've talked to, the Ring of Honor library is up for sale and has been for a while. Oh, wow. um, but that they've been wanting more money than anyone's been wanting to give them, and uh, so they'd have to talk down quite a bit. But then there are other insiders industry people like Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful that are reporting that it is not up for sale, that all the people they've talked to have said no. 
So we don't know for certain. Mm. Here's what it's going to come down to is if Ring of Honor and Sinclair are seriously planning on bringing back Ring of Honor in April um, in some new way, shape, or form, then, uh, of course, they'd probably want to hold on to the the library, right? If it's still going to be around, they're still going to want it. If Sinclair is truly wanting to get out of it like a suspicion they are, then they will eventually put the, the library up for sale. I feel um, like there's a bidding war ready to happen. Uh, I, I feel like uh, AEW is going to definitely want it. WWE... Would probably keep want it out it, of AEW's hands. Yeah, more more for the trophy case than than actually wanting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but um, now it is important to note from what I from what I've been reading, the library that Sinclair owns is not the entire Ring of Honor library. It's only 2012 and newer, which means there oh. is still some from before that that would not transfer to whoever. Um, that's still a lot of years, though. Uh, that's still a lot of years. That's nine years of 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 wrestling, um, and that's nine years of wrestling with some of the biggest names in current professional well, Tyler wrestling. Tyler Black, one, yeah, Tyler Brian Black, Danielson, Brian Danielson, CM, CM Punk. Punk. You know, um, yeah, I mean, there's a the lot of these big names. Claudio Castagnoli, yeah, passed through Ring of Honor on their way to the bigger names. Um, and so it's still, it's nothing to sneeze at this library, but it isn't because Ring of Honor started in what, like 2004, I think it was. Yeah, about around there. Yeah. I would say maybe even earlier. I feel like 2004 is still too late. Um, founded in 2002. All right, go. But was its first? When was its first show? Bro, it was founded 2002. in two thousand two. Well, sometimes you can find found something in one year, but not put on a show until. I mean, AEW was founded in January, but didn't put on its first real show for months. You know what I mean? Because of so much of it in, uh, was hype. Um, but the first event was February in two thousand two, so it was right off the bat. Um. Well, so yeah, so two hundred, but that's the deal. So they have about ten years of ownership pre um, Sinclair owning it. I also wouldn't be surprised to see them sell the name to a separate uh, indie show if they don't come back. Yeah, and that that's where you know, like I say, the the speculation going back and forth: are they selling it or not? Is all going to really depend on is Sinclair serious about keeping it, or are they going to? kick it to the curb and we don't know yet we might not even know until april you know it right. might be one of those things where they keep the storyline up that we're gonna relaunch in april we're gonna relaunch and then april's gonna come and they don't relaunch and then may's gonna come and they don't relaunch and eventually you know then it'll come out but i don't know but if they are looking to sell it AEW would be a fool for not trying to get that that uh, library because eventually having a streaming service, whether it's their own streaming service or through HBO Max, having access to 
an additional chunk of wrestling uh, through Ring of Honor would be a huge boon towards AEW yes. getting that streaming service. Um, here's the uh, Tony Khan did say uh, at one point in like uh, an interview. Obviously, we're looking into a streaming service. Uh, we're building a library for a streaming service. I can't tell you any more information, but there will be an announcement at some point. Uh, and then Tony Schiavone in on um, one of his podcasts. I can't remember if it was uh, what happened when or or the other podcast that he's on. Uh, said something where he he basically said, "There's a lot of talk backstage. A lot, almost all the people I talk to say that they they expect us to be on HBO Max. Oh, wow. um, but uh, then some of the people I I talk to through HBO Max say uh, that it does not a good fit for them. So maybe we're just going to do our own service. But I expect us to do a service at some point." I think HBO Max is a good um, – if if we were putting bets on it right now, I'd put the odds on favorite HBO Max. Um, I mean, you got the wrestler there. You know, you got well, the dark side of the ring. And HBO Max is owned by Warner Media, which owns Turner, right? Yeah, that's it. So I mean, you, you already do hand-to-hand have, thing But you there. guys, dark side of the ring is there too, right? HBO uh, Max? Yeah, I think uh, Vice is owned by HBO or by okay. Warner, so – so, I mean, it would be a good fit, technically, with all the stuff that they do have. You have the drama series. You have the documentary series. Make it offsets their dying boxing contracts. That's a valid point, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Double point. So. <laughs> but, but it also, like, here's the, I think HBO Max would be uh, stupid to not try to get it as well, just from a standpoint of, Aside from Netflix, let's take Netflix out, out of the equation here because Netflix, while it's a streaming service, it's not designed around the idea of being a channel replacement that like like uh, Peacock is and Paramount is and HBO Max is. And well, Disney I don't know, Marvel. man. With their shows and stuff, getting original content. They are, but again, they're still not offshoots of a TV channel directly. Um, and so... I think HBO Max, well, yes, Netflix is one of their com- competitors. They're really sitting here looking at Peacock and uh, and Disney Plus as their main competitors. And to look over at Peacock having WWE programming on it, HBO Max, I would feel they have to be thinking if we could get our own one of those. That would help make the playing field a lot even more even, um, and it would be a lot nicer for me because then we wouldn't have to drop forty bucks on fight every three months for a pay per view. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Depending how much it is, technically, I feel like AEW would be an extra cost. Not just um, be part of your HBO Max subscription. Well, Peacock it's part of your Peacock subscription, so I you don't pay extra for it on Peacock um, because the whole point Peacock bringing it in was to drive subscriptions to Peacock, and that's the whole thing oh, with snap. HBO okay. Max would be like stuff. let's let's bring this in to try to drive some people who don't currently subscribe to HBO Max but are AEW fans. Let's get them in here to be uh, thinking so. Um, 
but I think uh, I think that would be the best, in my opinion. But you know, Disney could come in and say, "Fuck, here's here's a billion dollars. Let's put you on ours." I don't know. I can't say that they wouldn't. Um, I don't think. I think Disney would be more likely to, to try to have gotten the WWE Network instead of Peacock. So the fact right. that they didn't makes me think they're not as likely. But um, we do have we they uh, AEW did sort of announce, or maybe it got leaked, that um, their first uh, TNT special. Because they announced that when they move Dynamite over to uh, TBS, they will start doing quarterly Saturday TV, TNT specials. Mm. Um, and the first one's going to be in January. It's going to be Battle of the Belts, which is a throwback to uh, old uh, NWA um, special event things, Battle of the Belts, um, which were kind of in some ways... Um, precursors to like survivor series sort of things uh let's see if there's any but yeah it was a nwa battle of the belts thing anyways but so the reports are that they're going to be doing that and i uh i'm excited to see what they do with with a new like a network special, which the whole concept of that is it's going to be on. Um, Jesus, JLB, or do you want to be on screen or off screen? I don't know. I can't make up my mind. No, it's just because I was taking uh, stupid MacBooks, you know, they don't have the USBs anymore. So I was taking off my dongle for the USB so I can drag it to the Well, We don't need to hear about your dongle. What you need to get is a USB-C dock. USB-C dock hmm. that that has all sorts of ports for you, so you don't have to switch things around as much. Well, I mean, I have like a ten thing with like five USBs. It also has an HDMI port, but I shall look at this dock. Well, it's technically a dock, I guess. No, yeah, they make other ones, but but whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> on that note, I I think I'm done with commendations. Uh, if anyone else has anything else to add, otherwise we will wrap things up for the wrestling booking unit. Um, and so I can edit this and get to bed and we can do this all again tomorrow night with the FBI. Yep. I'm Ooh. done with your unit. Yes. I I'm, I'm not quite done with my unit yet, but you know, oh, after geez. the cameras are off, I'll finish with my unit. Ah! Dirty stuff. That was dirty. Dirty stuff. But, yeah, I think um, we're done. If you joined us for the live stream, thank you. If you're watching this later on, also thank you. Uh, well, we first of all, if you, you joined us, us for the live stream, stream, you definitely should have commented. Yep, sure would have been nice to get yep. some comments there, but you know. Some or, people like to lurk. A That's comments. Fine. Yeah, or a comments. Yeah, you can get some a comments. Um, you could you could leave a message about Cody Rose. Um, how much how much you like his, his promos? Uh, but make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, like it says down below here. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you click that little subscribe button, click the thumbs up button, um, so that you like it, and click that little bell so you get notified when we go live every 
every week. Again, we normally go live Sunday nights and Tuesday nights. We just this last week has been a little crazy with Halloween and sickness and blah blah blah. Um, yes. but uh, we'll be live again tomorrow night with our fantasy booking uh show so do that we are on facebook twitter and youtube so you can like us on any of those places uh at raw and order wbus where you'll find us most places except if you're searching for us on uh facebook you can do at pissant podcast just like you see there um and it'll take us take you to the uh facebook page for it but so uh follow us on the social medias you can uh head on over to our merch store the link is in the doobly-doos for the merch store as well where that you can get like a shirt, pod shirt. or you can get a uh shirt like this or a shirt like that where you can get your autographs on it at your next wrestling event um you can't get no. one of those shirts there oh. no no Damn. but and you certainly can't get a shirt like jlb was wearing no He's pouring it out to a different podcast. You can at shop.spreadshirt.com slash WTM wrestling. You're breaking up. Sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> you muted uh, I didn't get it muted in time. <laughs> no, one job. It was find, finding the mouse pointer. I was like, where's the mouse pointer? Where's the mouse pointer? <laughs> but um, is rude. But yeah, you can follow us on all that. You can follow me on pretty much any of the social medias at Ron Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Hey, it's right there. Right there. On Twitter. Right there. On Twitter. It's the only place in that. Yeah. And you can follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. And I will not be a whore and promote the other one. You um, know, the funny part is we actually like your other guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. They're good guys. They're good fellas. They're good fellas. They're good people. Yeah, you suck. And, uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it is what it is. You got to have some good with the bad. And uh, I'm there to provide <laughs> the uh, the bad portion. But yeah, guys, um, that's it. You can follow me there. Link will be all my doobly-doos, as Officer Smarks mentioned. And back to you guys. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. <laughs>